just posted by the New York Times, Elon's hidden motives and a meetup in the metaverse. Is the 44 billion Twitter deal actually for real this time? <laughs> time only time will tell. I just started thinking, <laughs> imagining in my head like some sort of like shady like backroom deal with like mil- millions at stake and it's in the metaverse where like they, they're all like cartoons with no legs <laughs> and like that that just sounds it seems very, like it kind of takes all the oomph out when you, <laughs> when you think of it like that what do you think elon's avatar would be uh, oh yeah oh yeah it would probably be like like a car with boobs or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Or or like a dragon with like pot leaves for wings. <laughs> the dumbest shit I've I'm never going to that metaverse. They'll, they'll you say that now. They'll, they'll have to pull me in yeah. fucking kicking and screaming. The most disturbing thing about the metaverse is that you can't fuck. Yeah. What? It's like, well, there's nothing there. Oh. I mean, how? People will fuck in the metaverse. <laughs> I don't I, see how. I, I guarantee it. I guess maybe yeah. if they start moving genitals like up the body, maybe. Yeah, or no, the, there'll or just be those 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 banner ads on this <laughs> on the side that will say like, a, "Try not be, to come." Try not to come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if the history of computing has taught me nothing, it is that people will fuck. People will do what they can to fuck their computers and through their computers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah, if you if you could do like weird like like cyber sex on in aol chat rooms like you can fuck in the metaverse yeah like, it's possible yeah life finds a way the first the, fir- the first <laughs> uh thing like a sentient ai will uh ask is asl yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so chris do you want to do your victory lap oh i just want to say you're doing it at the risk you, you, of no, the, po- the real possibility that i get to do <laughs> an even a bigger double one. victory lap <laughs> No, I think we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep my uh, my horses uh, at bay. I'm gonna, okay. In the stable. In the stable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna open the the barn and let them out just yet. Uh, but, but yeah, it looks like Elon's gonna maybe buy Twitter for it, the original value that he proposed. I hope that he does, and I hope that he ruins it so that I can get <laughs> off of that stupid fucking website. <laughs> uh, I've actually been going uh, to. I've been at war with Twitter <clears throat> in the last week. Uh, because they have started embedding stats, like view stats, into your tweet, so that if fuck? you go and look at it, you like are forced to see how many people have ignored what? your tweet. And I that's I, violence. I actually went through if in the depths of Twitter support, you can actually submit a ticket, like saying, "Here is my problem in words yeah. that I am describing to you," and they will respond. Um, and it seemed like I got like an actual written response from a human being Their Their name was, what was their name? To, hang on. I have to look up this person's name. Cause it was like exactly the person that you would think would reply to your Twitter support ticket. Rain. Rain. Yeah. R-A-I-N. R-A-I-N. That's rain that's with good Twitter name. support. That's a pretty um, good name. But yeah, it was basically just like, you know, this like constant, like, this constant increasingly the, people have been bitching about quantification of like sociality on the internet for mm-hmm. as long as there's been, you know, both of those likes things. on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, since, since MySpace. but like, this is just to me, that's just a level of like, I have avoided those numbers for a very long time, very deliberately. Mm. Like, cause Twitter's always given you the option to see like what kind of engagement you're getting. Mm. I don't need to know any of that. If I want to be uncomfortable 
about how I'm being ignored, I will say go to a party. I don't need that for the comfort <laughs> of my own, like my bed at, you know, 1 a.m. in the morning, just seeing that, you know, 820 people saw this tweet and four of them liked it. The only uh, <laughs> metrics you should be concerned about is the amount of pokes that you give. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. Like, if Man, you, yeah. Pokes. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have at least like 200 pokes per day that you're giving. Giving out, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, how, how else to avoid being, um, ignored that was like the height of awkward flirtation when i was in college <laughs> yeah it was like the poke the poke yeah. yeah which is what i guess what it was made to do right david like, and i used to that's... trade pokes yeah, when we were first yeah. dating yeah, yeah. Sure. i mean that's what it was for right it was yeah, like, yeah it was just like some like vague like i'm thinking of you like kind of like community kid action that way. thing yeah, yeah yeah it's cute yeah uh i i would imagine the first thing elon does when he buys twitter will be like it'll be on like like may 4th so it'll be like the may the force be with you day or something it'll be like they'll like institute some sort of like week of retro internet where it's like epic bacon twitter for like a week where it's like you you oh did you get an updute like (laughs) (laughs) only lolcats yeah yeah, yeah, it'll be like there's there's like a bo- like you know Im- impact white impact font. Yes, like like um, rea- uh, reaction meme things or like the like the awkward penguin and like D A E and Bachelor Heart Frog. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can give someone a, like an uh, like a rose, but it's like the at symbol with all the dashes and stuff, and like. I actually love all of this. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, yeah. And, and he, he knows yeah. that, and he'll give it to you. He'll be like, "Don't you like this now?" I like, do. It's just like, you can do this in a Tesla, also. Like, See, <laughs> it, don't you wish you had Elon's personal phone number so you could like text him all of these great ideas uh, yeah, and right, get paid yeah, like a yeah. billion dollars? If only. If only. So yeah, there's. This is not my original take. Um, this I saw this take elsewhere, but you know that elon musk is just saying okay fine i'll buy it just please stop publishing my embarrassing text messages with my (laughs) stupid rich friends right because these text messages are they're so stupid they say things like going to the mattresses and like knives (laughs) out boys it's time to literally like the epic bacon bullshit right and and this is all coming out as like part of like discovery for the lawsuit Yeah, yeah 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 And this, this isn't like hacked, leaked uh, uh, phone messages. It's just like, no, this is the law. <laughs> like like the Justice Department yeah. or whatever. Like I don't know, the IRS, whoever like makes rich fucks do what they said they'll do on Twitter. Like I don't know what federal <laughs> department is in charge of that. But, like, or, or is, it, is it like the Delaware Special Master, it's like the, it, Grand Wizard? It, it's the of, office of, of holding guy. people accountable. Okay, it's the accountability uh, director yeah. of uh, yeah, yeah Delaware. <laughs> it, it, the accountability office of talking shit and finding out yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah, the funny. fuck around find out office yeah the, the, their ideas for improving Up twitter Delaware. are like what if okay what if you could pay to spam all of your followers with promotional dms <laughs> It's just things that they want to do, right? What if you like, could like make these, algorithms like, open source? Capitalism, adult brain people. They're, they're literally just saying words like open source. Yeah. <laughs> or like a market, an algorithm market, so that the snowflakes can pick their algorithm that will protect them from offensive content, and the rest of us can get the free speech algorithm that really shows us, like, yeah. the truth. The only, the only 
um, text message I saw was, I think, I, I don't even remember who it was with, but they were saying something about how, like, Twitter needs to be turned into, like, a non-profit, like, holding entity, like, signal, so mm-hmm. that, uh, um, basically to get around different sorts of, um, re- like, re- media regulation or something, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was the only thing I, I, I saw. I, I think that, you know, the best idea really was floated by his ex, Grimes, yeah. where, and, you know, she suggested we adopt a new cryptocurrency based on gaming uh, to do a UBI. To do full communism. Yeah. And honestly, like... There it is. There it is. That's a lot smarter than anything that's in these text messages, yeah. I gotta tell you. Wow. Like, I think what's <laughs> remarkable about them is that this is just supposed to be, like, this kind of pseudo-intelligentsia class that has all of these innovative ideas for the, the future of technology and solving social ills. And they're just so stupid. <laughs> they're so... They're just a bunch of dumb guys that are just like, I'll, what if I give you a billion dollars? And, and Elon's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they, they pretty much had to... They, they Not only were they allowed to, they basically had to stop learning, like 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 20 years ago yeah he's like once they once you become rich and powerful like you've now, already figured it out yeah well now everything becomes a matter of uh, strategically not knowing things <laughs> yeah. in, in order to have plausible deniability so you don't get sued for stuff and so like that's like and so just like at some point they just like have to close off everything that they every channel of like learning things or like being earnestly caring about other people and, and they just yeah they, they just become psycho idiots they <laughs> just like wanna they're like what, what if uh you could like tweet at 400 characters if you mail a pack of bacon to our regional field office where they'll grill it in front of a vegan they're like i hats that's off a to great you sir. idea that is that's a beautiful idea if where you, want you access, get one point pwn coin yeah right <laughs> if you want right. access to our patreon but you don't want to pay us monthly yeah. here's what you do <laughs> you take video of you grilling bacon in front of a cop in front of a police station oh yeah yeah, the, yeah we would definitely give you uh the you the can link have the rss the yeah, yeah you, know, you can have the rss if you do that uh, <laughs> especially if you if you start making oinking sounds while you do it uh you can get the reactionary tier the seven dollar reaction oh, man tier can you imagine how the the cops would react if somebody actually did that they'd be like this is the same as burning an effigy yeah, so this, in, is, oh, yeah absolutely. this is a literal physical threat where i grew up we had black the cop cars were black and it's Florida in the sun, and you could throw bacon on the hood of a cop car, and it would cook. <laughs> it would stick to the car. My friend, I had, I had a friend in high school who did it a couple of times. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Officer, I just dropped the bacon. I'm sorry. Well, like, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a criminal offense. <laughs> raining bacon. Raining raw bacon. Interesting. Yeah, you, you definitely, yeah, just like, like walk around with like a, a, a plate of, of bacon. Just like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a uh, butterfingers there. Well, it's, you know, bacon grease fingers. Uh. <laughs> they're they're like canine won't get inside the car because it's trying it's to just, like lick the, the roof. It's like it's burning its <laughs> burning its tongue Aww. as it tries to lick the the hood of the car. Did yep. I see that the, the canine the unit dog? is technically a police officer too? So you can't yeah. be mad about that. Well, a, co- I, a cop left that. their dog in the car and the dog died of, of heat exhaustion. Yeah, I that, can't remember where I it happened. That's why they always run, leave the cars running. So they supposedly have this like alert system that's supposed to like i don't know do something if it gets too hot in the car or whatever but apparently all of that failed and the dog died 
That's really sad. Yeah, it's very fucked up. Yeah, the, that, like, that's that's murdering a police officer. Yeah, that's it a, is. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a cop on cop crime. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. We need to do something about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, th- those dogs are really pressed into service. Yeah, it's like, fucking animal abuse. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. Like you know, they they didn't ask for that shit. No, like, they, they didn't ask to be like turned into a killing wanna, machine to want, didn't want to be a narc. Yeah, yeah. And they just play this weird game all day where they sit around in a car and then <clears> someone <throat> takes them out and they and they make a a secret gesture and it's and you sit down and then you get a ton of treats <laughs> and then like the other person uh, screams and goes away. <laughs> yeah. But those, those dogs though are like hyper aggressive. Like, yeah, uh, I, yeah. You know, there was a cop car parked in, out in front of my house the other day, and I was just like coming in to the door and the dog in the back was just like going nuts, nuts. yeah just like 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 I, I, those those cars must be so scratched out like yeah, for, oh yeah because you think like yeah. a, a police dog like goes through a lot of training it's like you know very obedient and like you know calm and chill and professional or whatever it's like not no all it's the time. trained to be bloodthirsty yeah, not yeah. all the time sometimes they're just like freaked out all the time sometimes they attack their handlers yeah like they, it doesn't get reported very often because that would be very embarrassing um but yeah no those those animals are fucking yeah i would imagine the troy police uh, police department would just uh blame six hour again yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's actually the name of the dog dog. yeah yeah yeah, right yeah yeah well it's german they're both german it's the german's fault no uh uh, troy pd paid out i think it was like thirty thousand dollars for a canine unit that um uh, uh, bit a bystander three di- like in three separate instances, and it's like by the third time they finally got sued and they had to take the dog out of service. Uh, yeah, that's fucking horrible. And then they, I think it was also much more recently they like sicked a canine unit on someone that was like on the ground. They're uh, also like a little better than a twin cost at actually detecting narcotics. Yeah, yeah. they're just not. They just can't do it because that's not really what they're trained to do. They're trained to respond to a command. To, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, remember when we went to the Ren Fair and the the lady had a bunch of trained cats, mm-hmm. and you could just like, and the trained cats would sometimes. Oh do yeah, with the, the meat thing. pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had a pocket full of wet chicken meat. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you think hand. it was wet. Why wouldn't it be wet? <laughs> why would it be wet? Cats like wet food. Yeah, it's better than the dry food, and also like it. Like I when you eat a piece of chicken, yeah. would you describe it as wet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, well, if that's it, if it's not over. If it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Juicy and wet. It's got oh god, that juice. And you when when you touch it, it goes. No, because I have to edit this, so you're not doing that. You're not doing that. (laughs) Sorry, listener. We've spared you. Yeah, you know, cop. Look, these cops have been acting out as they always are. Um, they're the Uvalde police have been the school district police, which I which I will still never understand. Yeah, uh, have all been dismissed. Yeah. And uh, appropriately so, but a little late. But they're saying it's because late. of new findings. And I am desperate to know what these new findings yeah. are. Like, what more information did you get? Like, did they hire the shooter? Like, what right. could they have possibly done that's worse than what we already knew that you were like, all right, that's the last straw. Yeah. This is wild speculation, which I feel comfortable doing because one, we're a podcast, and two, it's about the cops, is that... um uh just the aggrievement of police officers in general, I have to imagine there's like some sort of email chain, text thread, uh, bulletin board in the police department or something, like complaining about the parents. 
Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, and like how there are a bunch of bitches that don't understand how hard it is to like not do your job as a police officer. Yeah. Right, right. Like, like I, it has to be, I bet it's something about a reaction to the, the, uh, non response from the, the shooting. Like some, somewhere when I was reading about this was saying that like they were going to add one of the like police officers that wasn't on the school board, but was there like doing nothing like letting like all these children get murdered and that they were going to place him on the school board mm. and that that like was the final straw for like a parent group that was just like what the fuck yeah. like why are you guys spending money on these people who are, are proven cowards and literal liabilities to the ability for like law enforcement to do anything about any serious threat into the future like you know like yeah. This is nonsense. So I don't know. Like, wh- where is all that money going to go now? Like, into actually educating cops, the, uh, the 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 children. I'll just get some other cops. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably take all that money and put it into the city's police department, so that the city could hire more cops to do what the, the way it is everywhere school. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, pro- it's probably all. I mean, these like these like increasingly specialized like types of police that can deal with this type of crime. It's kind of. Um, tragic and hilarious to watch them fail. Like in Detroit, there was this, um, they have like a special like mental health crisis unit Mm -hmm. that goes out specifically to instances where the caller is saying, my loved one is having a mental health crisis. So these should be the creme de la creme, best trained police, the ones who are like, you know, exactly the kind of person that you would want to respond to this. Tactical empathy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they go through all this training and like regular training too. It's not like they go through training once, like they do constant like refresh training. They show up to the site of this man who's having a mental health crisis. He's in the street with a knife. They send like all these cops out there. I don't remember how it was like five or six cops go out and they're trying to talk him down. They're, they, their guns are drawn, but they're trying to talk him down. And hey, buddy, we're just here to help you. You're not in trouble, blah, blah, blah. They just keep saying that over and over again. The guy's like clearly in another world. Like yeah. he's not capable of registering what they're saying to him. And then he charges them and they shoot like 30 bullets at him in the course of like three seconds. What the fuck? And you know, this is. Instead of just getting it? out of the way. Right. They, they are, they're wearing fucking bulletproof they're vests. They're wearing so much. Do you know how hard it is to kill somebody with a knife? Uh, no. Are, like, <laughs> it's very hard. Uh, uh, yes, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Or like, I don't know. Like, like, or pick any of the other like 30 things on your tactical belt or whatever. Well, like, supposedly they fired a taser, um, and I don't know if it didn't connect or whatever. He's yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, there, there, it is true that like if somebody's in an extreme like manic state or something, they can be fairly, you know. They're hard to take down. Yeah. They yeah. can be. They can have enough adrenaline surging through them that a taser is not going to bring them down. But like, I'm sorry, it's not like this guy was like charging at them with a machete, and they were, you know, like all caught flat footed and not. Yeah. It was just. It was a guy with a knife, a fairly skinny guy. Like, I I've never had somebody charge at me with a knife. I'm sure that it's very scary. Yeah, I'm but sure. you would think that this elite unit of people supposedly trained to deal with this exact scenario, yeah, would have an alternative to firing to firing thirty shots in three seconds at him. Yeah, or at least like I don't know, like I maybe part you know like the. I don't like thinking of like training for people who respond to mental health illnesses, like as like including shooting, but, but like at least maybe they can like get like special training and like shooting you in the foot. 
or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on, like man. Sort of like shooting come in on. some like lethal, yeah, uh, non-lethal part yeah. of your body. <laughs> I mean, that, that was uh, during the um, the George Floyd summer. That was like Biden's big go-to. He was like, right, good, yeah, good cops. They shoot in the leg. Yeah, right. I they remember shoot that. Them in the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, there's the there's something to that. Like yeah, hypothetically, I, you know, you, you can be, have your life saved from you know by with a tourniquet as opposed to like something. bleeding out from like your critical yeah. you know organs. Yeah, or I, but yeah, also like again, I return to the fact that they have there's like, like there there's an entire in- a billion dollar industry of just people like companies trying to come up with new things yeah. to put on your tactical belt. Yeah, exactly. Like hey, there, there's the le- bolo gun. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, this like guy, a, that motherfucker like, will trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shoots out a whole like like fishing net. Yeah, you know, like, you know it's like it's like some like dumb like like Batman shit. Yeah. Like, like, it, Use any of it. Trying to kill <laughs> Try a any cop of it. wearing tactical gear with a knife, you would have to be like an expert, like neck stabber, in order to be able to do. It. I just don't. <laughs> I don't see a world in which somebody is able to, like, somebody in the middle of a like manic, psychotic mental health crisis episode, is able to kill a cop in seconds with a knife. That just doesn't. It just seems well. There's absurd like to me. Thirty other cops around. Yeah. yeah. So. I just remember that, uh, you know, like, it was one of those, like, stay home sick shows, like, in addition to The Price is Right, or, like, all those ones that, like, you know, before the internet where you could go on YouTube and just, like, watch endless hours of cop footage, like, we all relied on, like, the meager uh, meals of, like, just a few times that the local media was able to, like, film, like, a, uh, like a cop shootout or something like that, and it would be on, like court tv or something right and you just see the same it would be the same ones showing up over and over and over again in in different sort of editing sequences and it's just that one where it was like a guy in a fold-out chair in a street with like a gun like and he's just and then like a sharpshooter like shot it out of his hand where's that guy yeah yeah where is that guy? where's that guy should do. <laughs> we should, I'm coming we with all these great ideas. <laughs> all right, like all police trained as sharpshooters. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a police department like could, a could West yeah, I, feel like, I feel like a police department could pay me six figures to just like absolutely, be a, dude. Yeah, you just, just like, got to give a snappy title. Like, yeah. remember the um the, the story we we're covering with the guy that was going on a uh, a nationwide tour in uh, Killology. Yeah, and he was like training people on the psychology of like killing and right. like the hyper uh defensiveness that police need to have all of the time like yeah. if they ever turn their car off uh, while they're in a dunkin donuts parking lot <laughs> like they could just be instantly murdered by like somebody but as long as you know that engine's just idling yeah. then they're like in the clear right um but you could just call it uh don't killology <laughs> and it could be the psychology of not immediately executing yeah. uh citizens for uh you know because of how afraid you are tactical empathy yeah exactly tactical uh, yeah you, could, you <laughs> you've got to draw on your tactical courage skills so that you realize that you are armored and armed and like rolling 30 deep and this is just like a dude going through a mental health episode with a knife and that's what you got to remember is, right. is you got to, you know, remember you're, 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 you're a trained warrior 
And a warrior has the ability to choose nonviolence. Everyone else is relegated to it. And that's why I'm going to throw my 30-ounce passion fruit donkey's <laughs> frappuccino thing, like, into his face. And then he's going to be like, whoa, what's going on? And then I grab the knife. Yeah, dude. Right, yeah. Which is, you know, you should think about everything that you have on you at all times as a police officer as a weapon. Yeah. Sure, and that yeah. would include, like, you know, whatever weird Dunkin' Donuts thing that, like, they have ready for you at all times at your Dunkin' Donuts because you will cry in the middle of that story if you don't get it immediately <laughs> put that instantly on tiktok and like accuse them of putting cement in it or something <laughs> but yeah i mean cop, cops be out here killing folks everywhere not just in the u.s i mean like you know like this whole thing that's going on in iran right now is because like these fucking pigs in iran like apparently beat a woman to death for like not having her job on properly what what a just absolutely perfect transition, Chris. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and it was so they have like a morality police is, is I think like the way that it's usually translated. Who knows yeah. if who knows how accurate that is? And then um, it was a, um, a, a I believe it was a a Kurdish woman. Yep. Yeah, who uh, was actually wearing garb that was more conservative than what is like the base allowed, like uh, um uh revealing clothing and uh, and she died in custody mm-hmm. and that's i think the only the most official the that like what we hear about it so i don't the- know nothing about beating or anything <clears throat> like i don't know but like of course i don't know it's it, the cops like took someone so who knows what what what's true and what's not so yeah real quick just to say her name uh it's masa amini uh who's a kurdish woman that died uh in the custody of uh, the police in iran and set off this like huge wave of protests that's like ongoing to this day i believe like you know they the reports out you know in western media are like heavily biased and somewhat suspect um uh but like what i understand is that this is you know a uh, sort of nationwide as well as uh, international, like Iranian diaspora, like uh, heavily supported uh, protest. And it seems to be like the closest American analogy is Sandra Bland, who was a woman who was stopped for uh, like, you know, some tail light, mi- yeah, tail light yeah. some thin bullshit. And she refused to like put her cigarette out because the cop was just like demanding it of her. And she's like, it's not illegal to smoke a cigarette. I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, well, I'm going to put you in, in custody or whatever. And then she was found hanged in her cell three days later. Yeah. Which like, why is, was she in a cell for three days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. For, for like, stuff. for smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just fucked up, and um, you know, shout outs to everybody uh, across the world that's standing up against police brutality. And you know, I I hope it uh, has a meaningful uh, end to it. You know, like with, what with the the uh, the summer of George Floyd, like we basically got like one cop convicted um, of doing one act of police brutality, and like otherwise just it's got record. Worse. Yeah, the record yeah. most the most funding ever, even though. But, but, no, no, no. They've yeah. been defunded. I saw, <laughs> yeah, it on, yeah. I saw it on an episode of Fox News. Most funding ever in 2022, uh, year to date already, is the most deadly uh, year um, for people interacting with cops. Like, they've killed, last I looked, like, it was like 889 people this year. Poli- Jesus fucking have. Christ. It's about 10 a day. They kill about 10. Or, or uh, well, no, that's not, that wouldn't be right. But they, they um, no, no, the, the the ten number is uh, there's been ten days this year where cops didn't kill anyone. 
Wow. That's what it was. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're, they're the best funded and uh, the most deadly um, in the year 2022. So whatever we, did, whatever we thought we were doing about uh, police brutality, it has not worked. And, you know, yeah, and with, with Iran, like, I, I, I'm of two minds on this because, like, on the one hand, it's like, I don't trust anything that I hear about Iran from, in American media, right? Like, I just can't trust any of it. Uh, at the same time, like, you know, my moral compass is that, like, yeah, someone was arrested for what they were wearing and died in custody. Like, that's obviously bad, right? <laughs> like, and women yeah. are forced to wear, yeah, and, yeah, and to women, wear specific clothes. Yeah, like, that's yeah, fucked up. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we installed that government in the first place. And it's so, kind like, of rich yeah. to see, like, a bunch of, you know, yeah. neoliberal liberal like uh you know very mainstream uh pundits talking about how horrible this regime is yeah it's like the regime that your ideology created israel fucking israel is like posting on maine about iran and like how brutal it is to women like it's just like it's so fucking disgusting yeah i would never like shoot an american journalist in the head (laughs) and then Covered up right. and lie about yeah. or anything yeah. like that. No, like, no, can never. you imagine what it would be like if the U.S. killed somebody in custody? Whoa. Like, like that would be pretty fucked up. Crazy. Like, like, imagine if like the whole nation was swept up yeah. in protests that lasted months and months. Yeah. Ima- like, imagine if in America you could get uh, arrested or at least even racially profiled for what you were wearing. Man, that would be really messed that'd up. That'd be crazy. You know, like, like make like all kinds of crazy. Uh, 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 theories about gang colors and like wearing gang colors in specific instances <laughs> in specific places like are an instant arrestable offense. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I'm like having this memory, and maybe we covered it or not. But like, wasn't there like an Iranian journalist that published a description of what had happened with uh, George Floyd um, w- through the same like editorial? like stylings that we cover what goes on it's like yeah the the regime regime like (laughs) you know like sweeps uh protests nationwide against the repressive regime that is like you know uh militaristically occupying like uh many areas of urban centers yeah right yeah yeah. Yeah. All, all major population centers yeah so yeah solidarity with the iranian people you know fucking this this problem is is not just here. It's not just there. It's uh you know it's 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 the people versus state. It's the people versus these fucking pigs. And, and, and congratulations to all the social media companies that have now had like lots of uh, 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 sanctions lifted, so that they can do business in Iran now for free um, in the the name of freedom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's, See, something that, that's, good always comes right? out of it. Yeah. 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 Also, I think they, they, they shut down, like, a lot of the social media. So, you know, something did come good of it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but this is another instance, sorry to keep bringing up Elon Musk, but, like, this is another instance where he, like, tries to grab a headline. He's like, oh, my Starlink will be able to give everyone freedom from outer space. <laughs> and, 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 and he just, but, of course, that, like, isn't going to fucking happen. Like, <laughs> just like... Well, supposedly people were able to, like, access some limited communications with the Starlink, I'm sure but it was, like, yeah. not... Uh, not very good. No. It, it, Certainly not a technology that we could rely on at any global scale to, no. like... Well, he also know. said, like, he was going to, like, in- install them in Florida in the wake of Ian, and I'm sure that hasn't happened either. Yeah. And, and what I heard from, like, a cybersecurity end is that, like, connecting and communicating through Starlink is, like, the most traceable 
Yeah, like sure. out of yeah, like any right. of the yeah. internet, um, you know, proxies that can be used. Um, like it's the one that like gives away your location to any like you know spook spooky state actor yeah. that you'd want to be hiding from because it would need like your exact location in order to like yeah you know, yeah connect yeah so fun fun. <laughs> All right, so this morning I, I found um, a Washington Post exclusive. Oh, Ooh. shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, and Which is called Howard Schultz's Fight to Stop a Starbucks Barista Uprising. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, what? that's a great title. Yeah. That's... yeah. And the, the lead is, um, Starbucks CEO saw his unionizing baristas as a threat to his life's work. They said he didn't understand how the country and their lives had changed. And and then the the picture is a, a of a, a, of Howard just like sitting in like a chair in like yeah like we'll, a call, we'll call him sad Howard yeah yeah Aww. yeah this yeah. is very sad Howard yeah, where punished, he's just like punished look, Howard Schultz yeah where he's just like looking oh yeah out that's into like the, the Keanu eating a, eating yeah a, smoking a cigarette picture yeah it's yeah. like the the any scene when you're supposed to feel like some type of sympathy for Michael Scott in mm-hmm. the office yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it is a lot like that. Yeah, so this is just how it opens. Uh, Dateline, Seattle. (laughs) Uh, Howard Schultz, the billionaire founder of Starbucks, stood along beside the auditorium stage at the company's global headquarters. The room was packed with 200 of his top executives, all waiting for him to speak. But first, Schultz wanted them to hear from their employees across the country. The lights dimmed and their recorded voices filled the room. My last three shifts I've cried, said one barista. We're stressed out at work. We're stressed out at home, said another. I was told by a customer that I was a disgrace to my heritage, said a third, what? as Schultz walked onto the stage and settled into a chair. That one maybe, you know, I'll say it in, in, a, in an accent. I was told the customer that I was a disgrace <laughs> to, to my heritage. Yeah, I, that's probably how it sounded. David, ima- would yeah. you say that if there was an Italian person on the podcast? Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, the 69-year-old CEO, nice, uh, had always seen himself as the good guy of American capitalism, believing that his own wealth and Starbucks's rise to become one of the most ubiquitous brands on the planet was a direct outgrowth of the company's concern for its workers and their well-being. Oh, uh, so that that's like how it starts and then there's like all these pictures where it's like Schultz makes his own drink at the Starbucks headquarters in Seattle see he's, uh, a, right. he's a regular working, he's a working class yeah. yeah yeah and um lunch pail CEO right there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like who needs like undercover boss he just does it man yeah um and and then it's just like the rest of it is like 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 the the off you could tell you could just like imagine this this reporter like like scurrying behind him into different meetings and like watching him like like just like do this bizarre um like like emotional trauma thing of of himself like in meetings where he's just like why is this so personal to me? He asked the executives in the room. Schultz stared down at the ground, his arms resting on his knees and his shoulders bent. Like, this is just like, he's just like so <laughs> modeling about it. He's like, I know what it has taken to build this place. I know what's at stake right now. He continued, struggling to get the words out. And we have to show, we have to show up in a different way. The room fell oh my silent. Oh, God. This D- is- did he cry? He's like, yeah, he's like, okay. 
Yeah. It's like the Joey from Friends who, like, cut a hole in his pocket so he could, like, pick his pubes out to make him cry. Yeah. When he was acting. (laughs) Exactly. Like, what were his hands in his pockets as he, as his voice broke? That's what I need to know. And and then the, uh, under the the subheading, filling souls. Right? Okay. That's, that sounds like a HR violation. (laughs) (laughs) The, the the fucking Washington Post, uh, owned by his other billionaire friend, Jeff Bezos, oh, let's keep that in mind, right? Um, which, I mean, like, I, I imagine, like, any major newspaper is, like, very willing to give, like, a glowing profile of a billionaire. Like, they, they none of them would not do it, but, you Well, know. and he's of the more likable ilk of oh, the yeah. billionaire class. Oh, my God, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does all this weird, like bullshit performative like yeah 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 that just like liberals are like oh good a good one oh oh my god (laughs) he feels he feels for his employees yeah he hates himself as much as i do great yeah yeah (laughs) we're like so they're talking about like how like in the 90s he offered health insurance and stock options to his employees and that he called he insisted that they get get called partners and stuff it's like one is like (laughs) is like yeah we have a like this is a country built on private health insurance that's not like, like good. Like you I, have to do. You have that. to give your. <laughs> you have to give full time employees health insurance. But you, you don't have to freak. have full time employees. Yeah, but and you yeah. don't have to give part time <laughs> wow. employees health insurance. And you yeah. Starbucks to, does. You so don't that makes have them to the call best them company ever. Partners. Yeah, right, you know, he could yeah, have called yeah. them peons. He could have called them stooges. He could have <laughs> called them uh, worthless pieces of uh, human waste. I yeah. have but, always hated the idea that those kinds of stupid fucking titles. When I was a yeah. telemarketer, my title was sales associate. I was not in a, I was associating with fucking yeah. like mahjong on my on my phone. That's what I was associating with. Associating with I was, voicemail boxes. I was disassociating. Yeah, more like sales disassociate. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh but also um like he uh the, it, it's also misrepresenting the, the 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 like the history of Starbucks which is that uh they absorbed or they acquired a Boston area um chain of coffee shops that was unionized and in order to break that union they took they 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 took the benefits that that unionized uh chain had and put it across the entire um uh uh, company and so that's why they offer all of those things about health insurance is to break another union that they wanted to acquire in uh, the the starbucks family we believe in the the right to work and we're a right to work kind of family here. <laughs> <laughs> and the, so the filling souls part uh, comes from a 2006 uh, 60 Minutes interview where he said, We're not in the business of filling bellies. We're in the business of filling souls. <laughs> oh my God. By playing Dave Matthews' band softly in the background <laughs> yeah. while you sit in an uncomfortable yeah. chair at an uncomfortable table. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, and eat ex- an egg bite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting diabetes <laughs> while buying a Nora Jones CD. All right. That's <laughs> filling your soul. That's called filling your soul. All right. Uh, um, and so, and, and so it just like goes over. It just kind of warms up. Hit like the whole Starbucks idea of like the early '90s aughts of like like Starbucks is a third place where you get to like oh, yeah. make your dreams come true and like talk to uh, you know your community members. Yeah, it's, yeah it's right. A, write the next uh, yeah. great American novel there or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and your five minute bathroom break. Okay, that's <laughs> the one you get all yeah. day. Get you better get typing with those thumbs. Yeah. And then they remind everyone that in 2018, Schultz thought about running for president, and then everyone thought that was funny, and the, so he didn't. Um, 
Well, he did run, but he just didn't make it very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And they say, three years later, he was overseeing his family's philanthropic endeavors when the first stores in Buffalo filed for union elections. The pandemic had exhausted Starbucks workers, driving attrition levels to the highest levels in the company's history, Uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, And... (laughs) They remind they remind the reader that um, Schultz did not have a an, uh, an official position within the company when he made two trips to the to Buffalo in the fall of 2011. On his first, uh, store managers told him of broken equipment from the company never seemed to get fixed and flooding in their cafes. Things that I had never seen before. Schultz recalled in an interview. So. Um, uh, and he's like, I need to hear everything. I just, just as much as you can share. Just tell me. Fill my soul. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just fill it up, boys. <laughs> just fill it up. And um, and so it, it just like shows this picture of like him who who this this guy who um is scared that the vision of like happy go like like happy get along capitalism where like everyone is partners filling his bank account and his soul <laughs> right like um is under attack by like the um the falling apart of american values basically is like is is the the gist of of the, of this um uh, uh washington post article that i'm not going to waste everyone's time at reading uh like the whole thing but it, it, but that's like the the overall um gist is that like oh this poor uh ceo just wanted to like have a new vision of um of corporate america strictly because his dad was abusive to <laughs> it's an it's another daddy's daddy oh, issue the trauma. story why are we always working through everybody's fucking trauma on the global capital stage yeah because so because his dad uh was beaten down so much by his um uh, uh, by, his by, his, by his company, oh. no, by the company. He was a trucker. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he, they say to to Schultz, unions existed to protect workers from bad companies like the ones who had abused his father. That's why unions were created, he said in an interview. A union had no place at a company that cared about its workers like Starbucks, Schultz believed. It would pit pit employees against their bosses, turning partners into adversaries. It was uh, an anathema, he said, to the culture of shared success that he had sought to build over the course of decades, and he was determined to stop it. (laughs) It's the exact, I don't know why, I'm sure that other people smarter than me have already made this observation, but like, you don't need a union is the exact same logic of cops saying you don't need a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, like, right? Why, it's the same like, thing. Like, look, we can just work this out right now in this interrogation room. You haven't done anything wrong. I'm not out to get you. What do you need? What, what do we need to bring a third party into this for? We got a good thing going. <laughs> yes, I've arrested you for um, uh, the small possession of an herb, but you don't understand. This hurts me the worst. <laughs> and, you know, the, Schultz is right. Like, but by and large, if employees are happy, unionizing is a lot of work. Like it's a lot of time. It's you know starting a union in your shop is very challenging. Yeah, and scary. scary. Yeah, and yeah, happy employees are not very likely to go to the trouble of starting a union. And you can get people to do a shitty job for good pay and good benefits, and you can get people to do a great job for shitty pay and shitty benefits, but. It's very difficult to find employees willing to do a shitty job for shitty pay and shitty benefits. Yeah. Uh, these aren't the kinds of issues that Starbucks has ever faced before. <laughs> uh, uh, so now he, that's him talking about how, um, 
uh, like buildings are falling apart and like there's like violence in the stores, which I mean, like there is like issues of like, you know, you're, you're a store that is supposed to be a third place. So you do have homeless people like sitting at a table for hours, not ordering anything or shooting up in the bathroom and, and the, and all the, the, um, uh, uh, or sorry all the partners that want to have something done about it never get any nothing ever happens uh they complain about it they they fought they unionized uh and then he shut those stores down and he said that the reason that he shut down uh 16 profitable stores is because he the that local police could not uh um ensure their safety that's why he shut them down. Not because they unionized. No, Does he no, know no, no. that there's now an entire school police force that is out of work in, in Oh, so we need a Starbucks police <laughs> so, force. So get get ready for this. Oh God. Right? Oh get, no. Get ready for this. Is this is this was actually what made me decide to to uh, talk about this on the show because it is so fucking disgusting. All right. Oh. The San Antonio session ended with Schultz after a short flight across West Texas. The San Antonio one is, is where is where one of the stores that they shut down because of drug issues. Right. Um, so uh, uh, after a short flight across West Texas, touchdown in Uvalde, a small ranching community still recovering from one of the worst school shootings in U.S. history. Starbucks had one store in the town and Schultz wanted to check on his people there. At Robb Elementary, he walked past pictures of the 19 dead school children and their two teachers, surrounded by big piles of flowers, stuffed animals, candles, and crosses. More than a month after the shooting, clusters of mourners were still gathering to offer quiet prayers. Then, Schultz visited the town's Starbucks, a standalone building that shared a parking lot with the town's Dollar General and a farm supply store. There, the store manager, Nancy Martinez, told him how in the hours after the shooting, she had rushed with boxes of coffee to the Uvalde Civic Center, where parents had gathered to find out if their children had survived. She, uh, she said she had spotted one of her regulars, the father of nine-year-old Ellie Garcia, standing alone. She cautiously approached him and wrapped him in a hug. The lady later find out that Ellie was one of the uh, students that had died. And uh, um, he, he says, uh, to honor their slain child on what would have been her 10th birthday, she gave away hundreds of free cake pops with the message, live like Ellie, stuck on the stems. You know, she's, uh, uh, um, uh, she gives, a, she'll like give away some vanilla bean frappuccinos, which was like uh, um, another kid's like favorite drink, which I mean, for, let's like pause for a second. They're like in an elementary school, elementary school kid child frappuccinos. Has a frappuccino, I mean, like, ju- yeah, yeah, know. yeah. But, judge, but, but it's also like maybe Starbucks shouldn't lean into like giving like nine year olds, highly caffeinated sugar drinks. Yeah. But that but Schultz shows the fuck up. Uh, first he listened. All right. Schultz fucking he sat listened. the fuck down and yeah. he listened. He That's ca- growth. And then he called that the 41 year old manager, a hero amongst us. But in Schultz's mind, the story that Martinez was telling him was bigger than just her, her workers or her store to Schultz. It was the, also the story of Starbucks, which had helped make Martinez and her team. Great. Oh. The country and the world needs Starbucks. Schultz often said uh, he's seen he'd seen it so many times in just the past few months he, this motherfucker shows up into that Uvalde store takes pictures with everyone and asks uh, are you gonna put that on Instagram and they go yes and then he walks out he's like mission accomplished that's fuck that's fucking disgusting wow wow and and like there, and, and, then, and, and then there are pictures of him in that Uvalde store in the Washington Post, hugging fucking the manager and all these other people, and and it's just like it's so 
fucking disgusting. Uh, in, in, in the article itself, right? And now he believed he was seeing it in Uvalde. This is a, a, a faith in humanity that, um, uh, that uh, comes from another store where uh, uh, there's a TikTok of like a Starbucks barista handing uh, a, a woman with a, an autistic son a free cake pop. And, it, and, it, and it's like, it's about, you know, this faith in humanity. And he's like, uh, uh, Martinez baristas were racing to fill drive through orders. Schultz wanted his executives at the corporate headquarters to feel what he was feeling too. too so he pulled Martinez aside and invited her to visit Seattle. He's like, uh, and, uh, before he left, Schultz posed for pictures with Martinez and her staff. He chatted with a mom and her two daughters who were sipping blended drinks topped with swirls of whipped cream and drizzled of dark chocolate. Are you going to put those on Instagram? He asked. They nodded. Soon Schultz was gone. And he just like takes these people who have been through like just absolutely horrific bullshit, like, like just America's like background radiation of like carnage. indignity American and carnage. carnage. Yeah. Yeah. And he just like takes them and like parades them around the executive board in Seattle to show like, this is what Starbucks is about. Meanwhile, anyone who, uh, uh, um, took control of their own fucking life and, and unionized, um, he keeps completely blocked out of any of these conversations about what the hell is wrong. He, uh, and he against, um, uh, actual, like, law, right? About, like, labor relations law, um, locked out every Starbucks store of pay raises. Uh, and, and when, uh, the NLRB correctly said, like, uh, you can't, you can't do, that. do that. That's yeah. retaliatory action that is, like, Didn't they make him, illegal. like, do a video apology yeah, and explain yeah. that he broke the law? Yeah, yeah that, that is literally well, the worst. that's what you always have to do yeah. if, yeah. If it's literally the worst thing the NLRB can make you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it, it, but his argument also against that is, and this is, I think, the exact sort of paternalistic, like, like, turn the screws sort of thing that this sort of um uh uh schultz-esque uh, um again paternalistic ceo narrative is is like oh no they decided that they wanted to bargain with all with their with their uh pay and benefits so like oh all of us we're a family still and we're partners and we're working together you guys wanted to bargain so while we're all working together and everyone's getting raises you decide to be adversarial and so we'll talk about that later that was your decision not mine and and, and like Christ. and that's just where i'll leave it with the, with this starbucks story but like that's that's the like the soft hand of capitalism right is yeah. like is howard schultz going around like like just capitalizing on tragedies and making starbucks out to be like the 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 hero by giving away free fucking like it, cake pops. like it's a philanthropic organization yeah yeah, yeah. As this if is starbucks why the is world a, needs starbucks like, yeah exactly yeah. because it's a charitable organization that's really just like about bringing communities together and like you know supporting partners and customers and there are get like it's just it's it, I've never been a Starbucks barista. I've never been any barista, but I have been, I've worked in hospitality and service for m most of my adult life. And I guarantee one of the things that these people who are unionizing are most upset about, aside from the ship pay and the ship benefits, is that they have to put up with the worst sides of humanity every single day and have no support from anyone. And, you know, if you break down 
people used to fucking cry in the walk-in freezer at Applebee's. Like people would walk into the walk-in fridge and just sit and cry because of how cruel people were to them. And the idea that all of that, like the, the idea that that your manager is a hero for giving out cake pop cake pops and not for tolerating your horrible customers and you give them no autonomy to do anything about it is just it's very um it's 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 kind of ironic because it's trying to create this facade of like cut you know um touchy-feely cuddliness that we're all in this together and yet the second that you pop off to a customer who's being shitty to you you're fired you're done yeah that's all i can think about whenever i hear these stories is just like everything that i had to put up with over the years working in service and like having no there there i had managers who did support me and those were always the best jobs those were always the best jobs because i felt like a whole human being who mattered at a you know on a personal level um filling filling my soul so to speak um reminding (laughs) reminding me that i had one and somebody cared about it um yeah when you defend yourself you get fired when you go out of your way to like be a brand ambassador for the company while in the meantime, like, I mean, clearly like the, the uh, Martinez that like that brought cake pops and coffee to like grieving parents. Like seems like a lovely person. Like that is just like a, a, a beautiful person that takes whatever means they have around them in like with their shitty job and like takes as much of it as they can and gives it back to the community and that's great and that has nothing to do with Starbucks no. right like none of nothing Starbucks does it made that possible except that they just make too much of, it's just like capitalist overproduction so there's always going to be waste and the, yeah those, divert the extra cake pops to you all yeah, day yeah all can, those cake pops we're going to go in Instagram. The, we're yeah. going to go into a locked dumpster at the end of the day anyway and she knows that and that's why she felt comfortable giving them away <laughs> And and like and Howard Schultz hears that and he's like, ooh, good. There there's a perfect. That, perfect. I have this Washington Post reporter following me for the week. Like, let's bring him in and and like How can I use this human tragedy yeah, as yeah. branding opportunity? It's so yep. fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And that shooter? Pro union. <laughs> like like they really are like just like they, they, they you know they looked for that right like you know <laughs> yeah. that they tried to find something where they they the could link where he's like <laughs> they could link that yeah oh god <laughs> that, that's fucked up a week before the shooting he he posted together we bargained uh, for uh divided, divided we bet <laughs> yeah all right i got a wildflower for you um uh, Biden, uh, according to an AP, um, you know, push notification, uh, let us all know that we're closest to nuclear Armageddon uh, than we've ever been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, he proceeded to sort of nod off in the middle of that statement and was like, <laughs> "Hey, just so you know, uh, is, isn't it, isn't it great that uh, you got such a steady hand at, at the the thing you you hold to?" Uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Listen, listen, I got two words for you. Impending nuclear apocalypse. (laughs) I'm sorry, Chris, I don't know if you saw it, but he he did say, I got two words for you, made in America. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's because um, America isn't a word, it's a dream. (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> it's an idea. It's an idea. Uh, so you know, get your facts straight. No, um, uh, I, <laughs> no. Actually, I think the white. I think what the White House uh, uh, said was that um, he was maiden was like a contraction. So it was like maiden America. No, I, th- I, pr- I think no. that that's what they said. Yeah, like, I'm not like, going to fact check. I'm not going to yeah. bother fact checking that. How, how many words is get her done? <laughs> yeah, one right. word. Yeah, one right. word. Yeah, one right. word. There's yeah. hyphens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, I would have been. It would have been better if they released a statement that was like, um, in most uh, English classes in grade school in 1939, <laughs> uh, like uh, prepositions weren't considered words, and so Mr. Biden like thought that <laughs> "in" isn't a word. Uh, um, I, I here here's why it's cool. Here's a cool the the good side about nuclear apocalypse, right? Like the silver oh, yeah? lining right, around the mushroom cloud <laughs> is that like you get to cancel all your plans. Yeah, that's true. You that's don't true. have to go to any. You don't have to go to work. You yeah. don't have to go to that party yep. that you're like you know your acquaintance is throwing <laughs> that you don't really like, but you know they invited you, and this is like the sixth thing they've invited you to, and you can't just keep saying no. So, yeah. but now you can say no. Yeah, you can yeah. say no to it. No more depressing social media statistics. No, nope, none of it. No posting of any type. No, just a uh, uh, little uh, 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 shadow puppets behind a candlelight. Uh, uh, I saw oh, yeah, said. the last post you'll ever make is your silhouette burned and scattered <laughs> into the wall behind post. you. <laughs> I saw somebody saying, like, they only give you 10 minutes warning. Just don't fucking tell me. I can't do anything in 10 minutes. You're going to ruin the last 10 minutes of my life. Yeah, having, like, the most rushed conversation with every loved one you yeah. ever had while all of the cellular networks are, like, overburdened. <laughs> Yeah, or what if they're wrong, like happened in Hawaii, and then you'd say like all this embarrassing shit to people, you like come out to your best friend that actually have been in love with you for 15 years, and then you find out it was a false alarm. Do you guys remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. But I bet like one out of every six, you know, shots that were, were shot. Well, you know, there was, there was some pay dirt at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. so. You, you know, I, I, I think it should be a nas- <laughs> national, like, policy uh national security policy that we you know get on get real with each other every <laughs> once in a while and, and just like they just like tell people that they're gonna die in a couple of seconds and you know just you know get get, get it all out you it know could just put it all out of, on the it table. could rekindle a lot of unhappy marriages you know yeah. Could, <laughs> yeah listen joanne i'm sorry for everything i was i was wrong i was wrong i should have been a better father it was like, uh, uh, actually, that was a false alarm. Okay, I guess I have to be a better father now. Ah, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Actual good news coming out of the Biden administration. Yeah. With a caveat. Yeah. With a caveat. Our wildflower, our true wildflower for today. Right? Do we want to get to that? Or Yeah. yeah. yeah hey, if it smells like a wildflower, if it looks like a wildflower, it might be just be a wildflower or it's pot <laughs> or it's yeah or it's a very highly cultivated flower that's actually we've been for thousands of years uh cultivating to be more and more dank. potent yeah. yes so yeah the biden pardon the biden cannabis pardon it's not as cool as it sounds because there's actually nobody serving time in federal prison for, for s- simple possession. possession yeah and it seems like there's about uh, like the New York Times. Is just, uh, every other news source that I look at cites the New York Times number of 6,500 people were convicted of simple possession between '92 and 2021. Um, that 
have is somehow connected to a federal uh crime and uh um and and then there's also a bunch in the in washington dc because they're not real people or a real state (laughs) yeah they don't get counted Uh, yeah so they go they get so it just every crime that they do goes immediately federal wow (laughs) just another reason why you should not live in washington dc just nobody live there yeah stop it (laughs) 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 but um so like those people will be impacted it's it's too early to tell whether or not like like there'll be like some really good stuff happening to like maybe like some people in washington dc who had their lives ruined by yeah, it the seems drug like war it'll be but... easier for some of them to get uh apartments easier for some of them to get jobs yeah. um <clears throat> but it's definitely too little obviously yeah. um too and, late <laughs> and too late and these records important to note that like these records aren't being properly expunged so it's not like you have like a clean slate with this pardon. Oh, there really? are still, yeah, there are still ways for um for that. It, like a, a background check will still show like a previous, you know, interest conviction. Yeah. Um, and and another like really cruel aspect of this that you know that is um, that shows yeah the Biden administration is just as bad as the Trump administration on this. They they, they if you were an immigrant. At the time, you don't get yeah. If you're undocumented, you if you're don't. undocumented, this does because not that's not you. simple possession, right? Yeah, that's right. possession and you know being undocumented. Yeah. So, so that, so that sucks. That doesn't count. One cool thing is that he has asked the attorney general to um, reclassify mm-hmm, cannabis mm-hmm. out of being in Schedule One narcotics. So, if that happened, that would be really great. That would be great. Um, maybe like weed stores would be able to start like I don't know taking credit cards or something if that happened. Yeah, there'd definitely uh, be a lot more uh, room for investment, which is you know a bit of a double edged sword. But like on the whole, like this is the most pro pot stance that Biden has taken to date that any president yeah, has ever taken. Government. True, yeah. Yeah. true. Well, except for the I guess like George Washington said that like everyone has to like <laughs> okay, well, yeah. like, like plant hemp, hemp yeah. plants to, so they could like print money on them and make like rope for boats or whatever (laughs) and jefferson uh famously uh you know smoked smoked real good yeah on that loud thomas jefferson was a slave-owning piece of shit that liked to smoke weed yeah he also (laughs) owned his uh children yes like in yeah pretty fucked up and he also made his own bible just to like make it worse or something And I think like he like he raped like his father's slave too. Yeah, I, I he probably know. jerked like off in all sorts good. of weird ways that, that <laughs> history hasn't even recorded. Uh, and then he smelled bad. And, like if Reddit were around at the time, he would have like really said he some terrible shit Reddit on there. Guy. He'd be texting. He'd yeah. be up in Musk's DMs. Yes, yeah. With Thomas all Jefferson, kinds of, all kinds of problematic takes yeah. on what Twitter should do. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson would have been on eight coon. Um, <laughs> Uh, he definitely, definitely would have, like, you know, had some really terrible things. He would also been, like, like said some terrible things in, like, a My Little Pony subreddit or something. Like, like that weird crossover between, like, Hitler Youth and and, and My Little My Pony. Little He'd Pony, be big yeah. into that, I think. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, so... And he would have lost all of his money in crypto. <laughs> that actually would yeah. be cool. Yeah. That would be... I would like to see that. So, yeah. Joe Biden's piece of shit. This is uh, too little, but it's does it does have the 
potential to mark like a massive cultural shift in this country. Yeah. Um, it looks like the first of what will probably, if I get a stand out on a limb right here, be a series of decisions that the Democrats are going to have pre midterms, like to do a reclassification and, or like maybe a end to federal prohibition, like entirely, uh, which I could see happening. I mean, you know, there's, I could see that happening in the next 10 years, I depending on who becomes president next and down, what Congress does. Yeah. I think we're down to only six States that have total, uh, ban of cannabis in any form. And then, you know, that's like likely to go down anyway because of a couple ballot initiatives that are coming on in those states, like in this coming election period. Um, yeah, Democrats have a really hard decision to make whether or not they should try to pass extremely popular legislation <laughs> that would help a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be challenging Or uh, like posting more. Uh, and, and it's saying, like that st- meme it, of the, yeah. the guy with the buttons. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like saying stuff like, People have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, they could just do that. But at the same time, I mean, like... We have to do, show up different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, re- do you really want to be at the helm for the next four years? Do you want to be... Uh, do you actually right. want to yeah. win elections and, like, be legislating? No, like yeah. into you know the next... how hard it is to fundraise when you're in power? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Like, look at all these terrible things that are happening. Give me $15 yeah. and I will uh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stopping it and doing terrible things, our bonus episode. I was going to say, speaking of, of Joe Biden, so we're about to record a bonus episode on um, the fantastic uh, docudrama that was recently released by Breitbart, um, My Son Hunter. Yeah. And we've watched it. We've, it is, we've seen the documents. It is a masterpiece, yeah. I have to say. Uh, really, yeah, it ranks up there with like Cronenberg, uh, like uh, other. Good like, filmmakers, good filmmakers, like uh, Steven Spielberg. I think that's a good. He's a good <laughs> I mean, guy. I have to say, he was, I he was good at making movies. It's like The Big Short if it had a conscience. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, that's really what it. It's like it really like I I I have like a couple like a handful of notes, and one of them is this like this really wants to be an Adam McKay movie. Yes, yes, so really, fucking oh, so bad. badly, so badly. And it's just like, what if The Big Short, but. If they hated Democrats, it was like the only. But all the acting is like in a porn. Yeah, like yes. porn all acting. of the acting yes. is yes. just like the yeah. kind of like clumsy yeah. like dialogue, yeah. and nothing really seems like real at all. There's like your belief will not be suspended for even one second. They yeah. won't let this you. Movie. They won't no. let you. It, in the script was the first draft. Yeah. Oh yeah, zero yeah. edits. They're like, oh, we're we got it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep that erection joke in there. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, if you want to hear us, yeah. us bullshit about that, uh, you can find it at patreon.com slash ironweeds for as little as $1 a month. Welcome to our new patrons. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, I also find, you know, if you're interested in any, I don't know if I ever announced that real life, the podcast, like real life magazine is over. Kaput. I can't remember if I ever said that on this show. I don't think, I don't think you have. Yeah. yeah real life, uh, shuttered Snapchat uh basically just like there were mass layoffs all all over the company and so the magazine um was shuttered and the podcast obviously is over strangely Um, that magazine was not part of their core business model yeah shockingly um which is very which was very sad and i am uh i i loved doing that job i loved it so much it was one of the best professional gigs I've I've ever had in my life. But um, you did such a great job. How many episodes did you narrate? A hundred and I want to say like a hundred and eighty. 
or something. What a legend. Um, yeah. And David's essay was the last one, which I was really grateful so to them. Good. When I, so, when so I got good. news that they were, uh, that, you know, it was all coming to an end. I, I asked if I could please just narrate David's essay. Cause it was going to take me a while before I caught up to it. And, and they did let me do that, which I was um, very thankful to them for. Yeah. Great job to you both. Yeah. Thanks. So, um, go, so go check that out. And you know, I have like, there'll be archives. I probably won't pay for the Podbean hosting once this, uh, year is up. Cause I think I'd have to pay for it myself. It's like $160 or something like that. Um, but, you know, I'll keep the archives up and they're hopefully going to archive the website and keep all yeah. of that up. But And, and, and the, the audio is on the website, so yeah. it won't be available on a podcast, but you could like go to the, the respective essays and there's like a play bar at the top. And yeah. That, and it'll that'll be, probably be up for a while. And the podcast will be up through next summer, I think. It's yeah. like July when, when, the, when um, it expires. So, you know, you can go check it out while it lasts. Um, but the reason I bring it up, the good news on that is that I now have like so much more time to devote to reaction and oh, yeah. I'm really just going to do a big push to make that like my main focus um, for the next few months to see if we can get a little traction there. Which really means it's good series coming up. Very good series coming up. Um, I'm so excited. I don't even want to spoil it. I'm hoping to get something that get the first episode published here in a couple of weeks, actually. But it's about Hunter um, Biden's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> the second laptop. <laughs> um, but so that means that it is going to be like, I guess, just my little plea to you guys is that it's going to be like more important than ever that I manage to get some kind of wind beneath reaction so that I can commit to it as a long-term project or decide that I have to just stop doing it and find some other thing that pays me more money to do. Um, so yeah, if you like the show, tell your friends, keep your eyes peeled for the next topic. It's going to, we're getting back to labor and back to, we got a, we got a tail, a tail between wobblies and, um, fascists. So that's going to be fun. Fuck yeah. And yeah, you can, get all of that with the seven dollar tier on the ironweeds patreon or i have my own patreon for a reaction so be the wind beneath britney's wings that would be great i would so appreciate that if you would do that um even if you can't support it just listen to it and share it and tell other people to listen to it that's like great that's great support yeah quite literally the only reason that probably any of you have even heard of this podcast or reaction is through word of mouth mm -hmm. so like you know work them lips yeah be the mouth you needed yeah. Uh, be the before. mouth i want to see in the world yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> let that mouth do <laughs> all right uh all right. anyway um thanks so much for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it and uh if you want to keep up with us in the meantime you can follow us on twitter iron weeds pod and on instagram iron weeds pod did you share my joe biden art on instagram uh no no i haven't i haven't gotten that one up yeah i'll do that you I mean, tweeted it, so yeah, it's like it true. is out there. No, yeah, yeah it's true. But yeah, true. No, yeah, we just got to make sure you get a little bit of cross-platform yeah. pr promo. Yeah, because yeah. I'm getting really good at Photoshop. <laughs> yes, you are. You're, it's graphic design is your passion. It is. My yeah, passion. it really is. We we can make that the episode art for this episode. Uh, I guess I could. Yeah, right? yeah, fits. sure. Why yeah, not? Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, and send us an email. Why don't you at Ironweeds Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye bye. Bye. Peace.